last night. What Couldn't up? even get an answer. <laughs> and how I feel. Say no. Get my puff daddy bag. <laughs> Sing that shit. <laughs> ah, that's that what bourbon. Up? What that up, bourbon world? Hey, it's the Bourbon on the Rocks podcast presented by the Black Ampersand. And my name is VJ. And I'm Lil Puffy. Hey. Actually, it already is a little puffy. This is named King Combs. <laughs> I'm the next puffy. How about Yo. that? Yeah, I'm they more like Suge than Puff, but they call me Puff Junior. <laughs> little puffy, you know. But we here. Episode eleven. Yeah, we doing got, two in one night. We got shit to talk about. We got regular stuff to talk. So about. did we combine combine episode nine and ten? Uh no, nine was the the um the sneaker episode. Mm. Ten was all sports because that's damn crazy. Now eleven, we got some positive stuff and then some negative stuff. Okay. Um, let's start. Um, Bad Boys Three trailer dropped. Yeah, we we it's it's time. We we supposed to be media based, so we supposed to pay attention to these movie events. Yeah, and uh, I Bad can't Boys, wait. Bad Boys is one of my favorite movie franchises. I can't wait. It's not even like good movies. It, it just is so entertaining between the action and the comedy. Yeah, and I, I mean the dynamic duo, du- duo, the dynamic duo. Uh, Shout out Will to Smith and yeah, my brother. What up, D? Um, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Yeah, they back, man. Yeah, you know, classic, legendary, legendary uh, black film. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm excited. I can't wait. I think I, I'm. I'm hoping they do it right. I think they will. Yeah. Uh, you did, you, know. did you see the trailer? I did. You saw the trailer. I you did. saw uh, Mike Lowry back in the Porsche. Mike Lowry. Back yeah. In the Porsche. Yeah. So um, Martin Lawrence still can't talk since he had a stroke, but <laughs> he may, he working through it. He's working through yeah. it. Yeah. He definitely got a totally different tone. Yeah. But he working through he, it. He getting there. Yeah, you're working through it. So you I'm know. excited, man. I think it dropped early next year, so I can't yeah. wait for that. That's gonna be a big uh, one. Which, which you think the box office gonna be? You think they're gonna do Ooh. about 100 million first weekend? Two yeah, let's give them. I'm gonna say anywhere between 75 and 100, or 125 maybe. Okay. Yeah. That's not bad. I think I think just because of the hype. I mean, you think about they got a lot of old fans. Right. I think the first first Bad Boys came out in what 98, 99, 95. 90, is it 95? 95. Dang. Second was 2003. Okay. Yeah. So it's been easily a good 15, 16 years. Yeah. 17, you know, top of 2020, so Facts. Um yeah, the build up has been has been, it's you been know, real. Yeah. I'm glad they did it. Right. Um, uh, even if it's not, I don't think it'll be better than the second one. Was just like crazy to me. Yeah. I, the first one was probably like the best like acting and storyline, but right. the second one, that combination of comedy and action was just it was hard, amazing. Yeah, that scene. And all they did was the, ripped off Tango and Cash. The scene. Like, that's literally the all scene they did. on the fucking uh, the, them uh, in the cars. And yeah, just I watched. Like, I watched them both. Like man, a ago. you know what's funny? I was watching. At somebody's house and they had a full surround sound mm-hmm. and I'm like damn like I didn't realize how epic like just that action scene you know like right <laughs> when nigga was when they was on the freeway chasing the uh the, the, uh, Yo, the trailer yeah 
That shit was crazy. And then Will Smith trying to be calm and Martin. He bobbing and weaving in between. And Martin over here trying to. Martin trying losing to, his goddamn mind. Yeah. And then he shot the dashboard. <laughs> uh, nigga, I would have kicked his doing? ass. Nigga. <laughs> Right? Yeah. He's like, nigga, did you see that? They throwing cars. How the fuck I'm not gonna see that? Right? <laughs> they, that's that's epic, man. Yeah. That's epic. That like that combination of comedy and action. I don't know who you yeah. see it again. Honestly, I believe that I mean I'm glad they didn't do it, but I believe that the bad bad boys series could have been like another fast and the furious type of thing. Where they yeah, just I'm glad they didn't do it to where it was that corny. Right. But I would have saw them all. But you know, just just like we're going to see all. Fast and Furious for the cars and the action, right? Yeah. Even the unrealistic yeah. action. Yeah, I mean so, that shit is fake. Once they was dragging safes with chargers. Yeah, no, these motherfuckers <laughs> drove a fucking car from the top story of a Dubai building into the next <laughs> next building knowing right. damn well physics would have took that car straight down right. on a nosedive like yeah. what that shit was wild that shit was wild <laughs> those movies are off the wall but bad boys but like, we still go see them you know so it's black action so yeah. it's always better gotta watch it gotta watch <laughs> so it so that combination is always good but uh they did film, film it at Tyler Perry Studios yeah Tyler Perry Studios um he opened it up recently yeah and it's bigger than like all the other lots combined yeah and it's down in Atlanta so he got his own thing um you want me going to Tyler Perry right? how you feel um Tyler Perry is uh He's accomplished. Yeah. Uh, I commend him for ownership and I commend him for opening up a studio. Okay. And being able to do it on that grand scale. Yeah. That's all I got to say. That's all you got to say, huh? If you don't have anything else nice to say, don't say Please anything Pleading the fifth, else. eh? <laughs> no, fuck that. That nigga did that. Say no. Say no. I'm not going to hey, do it. Hey, no, I'm not I have been Hey, look. Thinking. So I would say something crazy. But look, no, look, look. Yeah, so that's the thing. I respect that because, um, you know. You got to respect ownership. We've, we've had no we've had what. plenty of harsh things to say about Tyler Perry in, Oh, now it's weird. Past. You left me hanging before. <laughs> now it's weird. <laughs> well, you know, I got to own up at some point, right? <laughs> uh, You know, yeah, so, so you know. Nigga bought a studio off wearing dresses. Right. <laughs> that, I mean, that's the gist of it, right? But I he did it. That. He did that, it. That's the thing. He At the end it. of the day, he did it, and, and I commend it. him. I commend him for that because he's given, he's given brothers and sisters a job, um, many jobs, right. I should say, and the ability to to you know establish their their own I'm path. About to go find a minister right now. I mean, that's crazy. Same. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> the the lot that they said he has, I mean, is is epic. Yeah, this shit got his own zip code, right? Like, and and I mean, he's putting in work right now. So yeah, no, I gotta give I gotta give Tyler Perry his props. Um, you know. Yeah, it's amazing. I can't, I can't knock ownership at all. Um, they he he is opening it up, so he's accepting a lot of black film. They shot uh, some of the scenes that were non Miami down at uh, his studios in Atlanta, so that's that's positive. And uh, they also shot another movie I just saw recently. Um, there's a, a a viral picture going around and video posted on Will Smith's uh, page of him, Eddie Murphy, and um, uh, Wesley Snipes, mm-hmm. Martin Lawrence, and uh, a few other comedians. Like, they was all filming at the same time. Yeah, because they was filming um, Coming to America 2, right? No, that was uh, Dolomite Is My Name. They oh, filming, so Dolomite. Uh, oh, okay. They, they filming Coming to America 2 down there. 
um, as well. But yeah. uh, Dolomite is my name. Did you watch Dolomite is my name? I have not. I've been slacking, man. Dog, you missing out. That shit was hilarious. I heard it was really good. That shit was hilarious. Eddie Murphy is like the original most talented motherfucker ever. Like he's the original Jamie Foxx, Chris Brown. Yeah. Yeah, Dang. like Chris Brown's probably the best singer out of all of them. But right, right. He's definitely the best actor out of all of them. But do you... And the best comedian. Now, do you think that... I mean, they say that, that Jamie's supposed to be having a... Not Jamie, sorry. Eddie is having some Netflix specials, right? Some stand-up specials coming out and things like that. Are they going to be what Delirious and Raw were? No, you can't do that in 2019. It's uh, going to be watered down? What is, which one was it? One of them, he, he started off by calling people faggot. Um... <laughs> F words. I'm sorry. We're gonna have to edit that out. Yeah, we're gonna have to snip, <laughs> snip, snip. Uh, he started off by calling people the the other F word. I've been drinking. Excuse me. Are you good? But he started calling people the other F word, and um, yeah, you can't do that in 2019. So I don't. I don't think it's gonna be the um, the same way. Yeah. But he's still like if you think like technically the biggest comedians right now like Kevin Hart. Um, in our community, at least, Kevin Hart, D.L. Hughley, uh, Martin Lawrence is back doing stand up. Yeah. Um, you got Dion Cole. Dion Cole's hilarious. Hilarious. Uh, we're going to talk about Dion right Cole in a minute. Um, you got people like that for our community, and like he's still probably still with them, even without seeing anything. Right. He's probably still up there. So I think he can do it without saying those F words. So. I don't think it'll be on that level just because you can't be that vulgar in 2019, but right. it'll it'll be epic. Yeah. It'll definitely be epic. Yeah, no, I think but Dolomite Is My Name was an amazing display of like his acting range. Right. And just, uh, I don't know if he was part of the, the story writing, but he executed so well that I even went and watched like the original one. Dang. The original Dolomite. That shit was absolutely terrible. Like, you can see people's, like, head, like, yeah. in the shots. You can see microphones. Like, it was terrible acting. That movie was awful. <laughs> awful. Word. But it was just so bad that it was entertaining. Like, yeah. that movie was awful. So, but he did his thing. He definitely did his thing. Yeah. So, but I, I do look forward to seeing what his stand-ups are, though. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm really, I mean, Del- Delirious and Raw were two of my favorites that, that I witnessed as a young young kid um you know i felt like like he i mean he just shit was hilarious regardless of all the the bad jokes that you know or the sensitive jokes that you know may have been wrong now or or then you know no, shit, then shit it was, was funny. funny shit was funny then it was funny i'm not i we can't. talked about mr t getting Smashing in the butt and all that, like all right. that was, I can't, I can't front. Funny. Like it was, it was funny. Yeah, you just can't say shit like that now. You really right. can't. They're gonna cancel the fuck out of you. But I still think that he's so talented that he can find a way around it. Mm-hmm. I really do believe that. So it's just, uh, it's crazy. Um, did you see Dion Cole stand up? I did. That shit I was it too. That shit was funny as well. Yeah, like, like you could tell, like the first part of his set, like was were scripted jokes and mm-hmm. they were hilarious yeah but like toward like that last like half hour where like you could tell he was like freestyling just telling stories yeah that shit was epic like I did not stop laughing that entire time he yeah he I, I you know what's crazy 
I've been watching Dion Cole for for years. Um, I first yeah. watched him uh, <coughs> quite a few years ago. I don't, honestly, I don't even remember when, but I think I seen him on like one of the little showcases or uh-huh. whatever. He was just coming up. This was way before Blackish and all oh, that. Back when he was fat. Yeah, and um, you know he was still doing the jokes with the notepad and things like oh, that. Oh, he did he, a couple. He, of he did a little yeah. bit of it on the Netflix special. Yeah. Um, you know, but that was like his thing. That's what really made it. Like yeah. that's just, he had a hilarious, um, you know, skit for that. Um, you know, and I just thought it was hilarious. So yeah. then when I found out like he was writing for a lot of these shows, a lot of these comedians. Yeah. It really made sense. Like he's he's legit. Like right. Like a comedic, you know, genius in a way. And uh, yeah, that's what it is. His timing and his his feel and reaction to the crowd is what like separates him from most. Right. Comedians. Like him and probably Dave Chappelle are like neck and neck. Wow. Like that's my favorite comedian. Word right now. Right now? Yeah, he. I might give the edge to Dion Cole because I think I laughed harder at his shit. Yeah. Like I learned more from Dave Chappelle, obviously, because he mixes like giving you a lesson with comedy. Right. But Dion Cole, like, like that shit was epic. I mean, that's the thing, you know, because Dion Cole, he doesn't do. I mean, he hasn't done a whole lot of stand up, at least you know that I know of. Um, he's still he kind of new. Specials. He's kind of new in a way. Um, obviously, Dave, right? Obviously, Dave Chappelle has a full-fledged expectation, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's a little different. I'm just going by how but, I laugh, but because a Dion lot of people, Cole, I don't laugh at at all. He is legit. He is legit funny as fuck. Like I mean, at the end of the day, like he he's hella funny. Right. So Dion Cole, his joint. Would you give it uh, on a scale of one to ten? Would you give it? I'm gonna give it a nine point five. I give it a nine eight. Okay. That was up there with uh, that was up there with like the best. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, I respect that. That was. That I was respect up there. that. Uh, so speaking of laughing, uh, since we last recorded in uh, September, uh, a couple movies came out, including uh, the Joker. Yeah. Did you see it yet? Y'all gonna hate me, but I have not watched the Joker yet. Wow, man, I you're know. missing out. Look, I've been trying. I've been trying to save it for. Uh, you know, going with the wife, but um, you see, you shouldn't have got married. I was dating, <laughs> right? You, you know, I would have went. Yeah. But now, I, now I'm just going to take my ass on on a date by myself, <laughs> right? And uh, yeah. So the Joker, not not trying to give it away for the people that didn't see it or yourself. Yeah. The Joker was a great movie, um, very well written, very well uh, directed. And acted, of course. Um, they did an amazing job of setting the the setting in that nineteen seventies, nineteen eighties. I think it was supposed to be the seventies. Uh, New York City or Gotham City, which right. was set in New York. Um, that that time frame. So they did an amazing job at that. Um, it was just an amazing display of writing to the point where, like, it was disturbing like Word. it really was like like you you gonna come away from that movie like kinda fucked up like weird about shit hmm yeah it was that bad no it was like good but like it did a, such a good job that you gonna be like 
what the fuck? Yeah. Like, that shit was, like, literally Damn. disturbing. Yeah, I gotta watch it. I mean, I heard I heard the acting was great. I acting heard was great. The that nigga was doing his thing on those steps, dope. though, too. <laughs> he was doing his thing on those Shoot, steps. I heard the hipsters have been turning into a tourist spot, you know? Yo, real quick. We wanna segue real quick. That spot in the Bronx, the South Bronx, near uh, Yankee Stadium, uh, that shit is not a tourist attraction. <laughs> I've been down there twice. <laughs> Y'all white people should not be going to fuck down. But you know they don't care. Yo. They do They do not that's care. That's not safe, that's bro. <laughs> that's not the spot you should be going to. Like, you, you... That's like going to fucking... Like, you see training day and you, you decide to go to the jungle. Right. Like, that shit is just but not... But that's the thing. Hipsters, the they don't to. give a fuck. Nigga, the same don't way, go down the there. The same way they done took over Oakland and Lake Marin and, like, and gentrified the whole shit. Like, it's white people going down to Crenshaw and Slauson right, right. now. Right. Don't, don't go down there. They're not worried. They gonna look at you and be like, oh. No, like, this is Nipsey what? Hustle Square now. What are you gonna do to me? Nigga, uh. don't go down there. Like, it's not... You saw what happened to him. Yeah. Like, don't go down to these yeah. places. They're not worried, man. That's, Dog, a, that's Don't the go to part. these places. I seen, I seen, I seen a picture or a meme or something, and it was just step by step. People taking pictures, pictures no. doing the same pose as Joker. No. And I was no. like, dang. Yo, that shit is not safe. Down they there. quick with it too. They quick. That's not the spot it's to go. It's gonna be a coffee me, shop on the don't steps. Don't do that shit. Don't do that don't shit. Don't be surprised. Why? Wow, something gonna happen to one of y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> You go, what the fuck? Yo. That shit is not the spot to go to. That's wild. I swear to God, I'm telling you, don't don't be doing that shit, man. Yeah. Don't go to Nipsey Hustle Square. Don't go to the jungle. <laughs> don't go to these places. It's That's not crazy. It's not safe. It's really not. Yeah. No how no matter how gentrified you think shit is, like some things will never change. Like right. don't don't go to these places. <laughs> Especially like Nipsey Hustle Square right now. Like that man was the ambassador, and he was the one cleaning up that area. Yeah. He's gone from what happened in that area. Facts. Don't be visiting down there, like, if you ain't got no business down there. Right. If you don't look like you belong, they're going to press you. Believe right. me. Still, it's still... I've seen it. There's, I mean, gang life is still prevalent, like... Speaking of gang life, real quick, the mm-hmm. segue. You heard about WAC 100's comments? Mmm... Which ones? So, over the past few weeks, WAC 100 has been saying some things about uh, Nipsey Hussle. Mm. Uh, some of the things, to just to um, summarize, he's, he's been saying, like, Nipsey wasn't uh, a star at the time of his death. He's been receiving a lot of fake love, just people just blowing up to make him bigger than what he was. Uh, where were y'all support when he was alive? Some of the things are true. Mm-hmm. Where was y'all support when he was alive? Yeah. Um, uh, he died on some gangbanging shit, and he should have been prepared for what happened next. So basically what he said was, the dude that he allegedly made the comment to uh, about snitching, he knew what type of person he was. Right. And that he shouldn't have made that comment to him without being prepared for what could, what could what happen could, next. Right. Um, which is fair... Um, to a certain extent, but um, how can I say this without getting myself in too much trouble? Okay, allegedly, from things that I have heard, is that it has been um, like Nipsey died because of some hating old niggas. 
Yeah. Like it wasn't necessarily a confrontation that day. Hmm. He died from some from some hating older niggas Word? that wasn't appreciating really what was going on in the community. Huh. I mean Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. To address I mean, to address the first part, um I mean as far as Nipsey not being like a star or like he wasn't a superstar as, we can admit to no that. but i think that nipsey was on his way yeah right i think he was you know because he had been obviously doing his thing for a minute and if you weren't already you know involved with his music then yeah you might not have been super familiar but I mean if you look at the track record that was building up up yeah. until this point yeah he, like he, he was, made comments about like radios not playing his music and this but he like, was getting there yeah he, I think had he been given one more year I think he would have been at that point I think he probably would have put put out another Grammy nominated album no I think he would have won the Grammy tonight. you feel me so like, but he was Grammy nominated. Well, right. At the time of his passing, right. he was Grammy so, nominated. He's since like, won awards in retrospect. He was on the cusp of superstardom. So, fine. You don't want to call him a superstar. But at the same time, he was. He was on the He call. was a big deal. Granted, a lot of people found out about what he was doing in the community after the fact, which is fine. That's right. fair. I personally have followed him for 10 plus years right. so I knew about all that right. like we've talked about it like how he's for been an inspiration for us this is what I mean to get to this point he's been he's been part of what got us to this point with the black end yeah let's keep like, it solid yeah to keep it 100 like he inspired us to do more with what the talent that we have in our interest facts so like to say that like you, that's fair but it's not 100% true. You can't validate somebody's life uh, purpose or mission by their their fame. Right. Um, and frankly, and I'm probably going to get myself in trouble for this, like, we don't give a fuck about that 1980s, 1990s gangbanging shit. Right. Even if what you say is true, like, he should have been prepared. Like, we don't give a fuck about that shit no more. Right. It's not 1995. Like we don't care about that gangbanging shit. It doesn't. It doesn't. Nobody gives a way. fuck about that shit. Right. We don't give a fuck at all. Yeah. That shit does not matter. Right. Like that gangbanging shit is played the fuck out. Exactly. Like get over that shit. Like we don't care. And that's why we lost somebody that we cared about that was doing more for the community than you ever will. Right. In your 50 plus years of life, like you'll never. Accomplished what he did in those the years. same way that yeah. he was contributing. So like we hurt, like don't don't do that to us. Right. Like we don't need to hear your your nineteen eighties gangbanging shit. Right. Like being prepared for something like facts. Hey, that's real. I mean, and and that's the thing. Like you know, some people caught up in the 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 too much of the realism of like oh you guys wasn't on on it when when you know he was doing it but it's like nah like nobody has to be the fact is he left a message and that message resonated with a lot of people how many people was following gandhi when a he was a lot of people you feel me that's the thing nipsey left he left a message and the fact that you know people around the world are recognizing it rec recognizing the the um you know the whole movement 
is is huge. Like at the end of the day, so for Wack to even you know make make that statement, it's like eh, it doesn't really you know to me. I'm like eh, whatever. Like you know, I don't know who you talking to, but like he's just he's just on that that old school gangbanging mentality. Right. Which is fair, like That's fine. That's fair. That's that's what that's what like I respect because that shit is been. real. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, that might have been the case. Like he might have the word and and under and obviously like he would well, that's, know more. That's than what the reports are. We anyway. would. But like as far as that standpoint, that's that's what it is, but at the end of the day it's like he's still he's still changing the world. I mean like like to this day and it's been a few months at this point. Yeah, it's been a minute. It seems like it's been forever, and it really hasn't even been that like it hasn't that even long. been a year. It yet. hasn't been a year yet, right? Yeah. It feels like it's been a year, yeah. but at the same time, it's like, damn! I think about it every other day. I'm like, dang, Nipsey! Like they killed him. Like he's dead. Like they killed him. Like we saw it on tape. That's just crazy, and for whatever reason, it's like, dang, like. Like what would I like? I think about like, what if he just if he wasn't killed that day, if he was still here making music doing his thing, like what else would he came you know what he had for us? I feel like he would have had something you know. We'll never know something great, and and that's the crazy part. That's impact. That's called influence. Even at the time of his passing, um, to contrast, Wack One Hundred's point, uh, Rex in the Middle was building up the charts. He had just put it out. Like a month prior, right. maybe a month and a half prior, and it was still, it was still burning. Like that song is crazy, right? Um, so it was gaining momentum, but obviously with his passing, the more people looking into who he was as a person, it is going to grow interest. And once people like learn about him, like it's, it's like a lot of people are affected, and it's heartbreaking to them. Yeah. So you you just can't like I get it. Like he's in a different gang than you are, and y'all rivals at the end of the day and all right. that, but. You just gotta you gotta think about it more. Like it's not about superstardom, it's about your impact no matter what point in time. People wasn't following Gandhi until he died. People don't know the story of Jesus, like until after he right. died and all that. So and there's comparisons between they stories, so you just gotta be more respectful on somebody that passed away. Like you, you just bugging. You just bugging. So it is what it is and like I said, what I said was allegedly just from stuff I heard, don't Hold, hold me to it and all that that's just from stuff I heard that allegedly right. that that stuff happened but we'll never know well I don't think we'll ever know nah, we, um, we while we still on California there um, um, another uh, tragedy happened in the past couple of days a uh, school shooting happened up in uh, Santa Clarita Man. Um, you uh, you work with kids mm-hmm. um, so and school shootings are happening uh, seemingly more and more a couple of years um, over the past couple of years uh, this uh, particular incident uh, two students passed away right uh, well, thus yeah. far and then, the, then as a the, Friday night then two. the suspect died today oh did he mm-hmm. oh he was shot he tried to kill himself um, I mean he did kill himself at this point um, but he didn't in, in the immediate attempt he did not die they took him to the hospital and then tried to save him and Wow, um, he died today. Yeah, so. Well, that's crazy. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Um. Dang. 
Yeah. So school shootings are happening more and more. As somebody, don't go into like what you do, but um, if something were to happen like at a school, do you think like how frightening would that be for you? I mean, it's. I I can only imagine it being um, unrealistic for um, you know. One, the students. I think I think that's the biggest thing to me. You look at these people, they're these kids they're kids. Right. At the end of the day, like they're kids. Like you think about regardless of 18, 17, 14, right, so on and so forth, right? These are kids. Like they have not been through enough to handle this type of stress, right? And then you go to school, you get dropped off, whatever, you ride the bus, you say goodbye to your family, not realizing that, you know, this might be it, you yeah, know? So they could be your last. For what reason? Because one disgruntled student, one bothered student, one bullied student, it's fucked up. It, it, it's a it's a terrible situation. I feel horrible for, for the children and the families that have to you know bury their kids and and you know deal with this type of suffering like that's oh my gosh like that's ridiculous bro and um you know i wish i wish it wasn't a thing i mean at this point like because you know you got to think about people that that i mean even the people that survive or the people that witnessed it or just in general parents you know who have children who you know go to school like you got to worry about these things now yeah. unfortunately they have my kids are four years old and they they talking about they had a school shooter drill four fucking years old That's nuts. and they told me daddy if if there's a bad guy with a gun we hide this is what they taught us Bro, that's crazy. Yeah, that is heartbreaking. Crazy, right? Like, you damn near want to bring you to tears. Like, that shit is... It's... Man. And that's it's the nuts. fucking reality. And it's... It, I fucking hate it. I hate it. It's not... Like, today... Today, for example, my... Uh, my oldest daughter is... Uh, she's six years old. She's in first grade. Um, so, we... We thought she was going to stay home today. We thought she might have pink eyes. So mm. we ended up getting to the school late. And um, we live in a pretty um, prestigious area in the suburbs of L.A. Mm-hmm. So people, for the most part, are more relaxed there. Um, but I was able to, like, walk straight onto the campus, like, straight past, quote-unquote, security. Right straight onto the campus and like take her straight to her classroom like right. nobody asked me anything nobody checked an id right nothing like that is scary that i like i could just do that right like just walk because straight think, through the yard yeah granted i was with her right but if, but you still think like what if like yeah, what like, if what i if, was this what if i had a gun and i just shoot this fake ass security guard right and go bonkers and go fucking kill everybody Cause it like the only way to get out is through this one fucking gate. Right. So I could literally just classroom to classroom, just spray and that's everybody. That's the scary part about all of that. I mean, you think about even when we grew up, it, it probably there, the security wasn't as harsh. You know, wasn't as there's still 
upping security as we speak or taking time to do things and it's still not enough right it's still you know the school the school that they said in Santa Clarita they said it's gated all around right mm-hmm. They didn't have security or metal... De- or they had security, but they didn't have metal detectors. Mm-hmm. You still got to worry about these things. And they said it happened in a matter of 16 seconds. 16 seconds. That's all it takes. Before school even started. You can get a couple shots off in five seconds. Yeah, he got six shots off. If you know if you know who your target <laughs> is and all that, you can get a couple shots off in five seconds. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's the harsh realities of the world... Uh, of America you know and it's it really really scary it really sucks um you know and and at this point it's like what do, what, what what do we do you know yeah uh, it's just it's crazy and it's um you pray pray that it's the shit just does it, it's, you know? it's bigger than just like gun laws at this point it's like yeah it's mental illness like you gotta you gotta look at these signs with these kids that's right. not like hundred percent there. Right. Like, I mean, it, it, like it's, it's memes and jokes going around. Like, uh, like I saw one that said, uh, "Jeremy told me to stay home from school today." Like, yeah. Like I was the only night person that was nice home. Like shit like that. Like it's not even funny. Bro. Right. It's just no. That's real things. Yeah, and I mean, like, it's crazy because you know, like know you know, growing up, like I remember witnessing a couple of these incidences. Obviously, like Columbine and like things like that. That was like the first one that I knew about. Right, like same obviously here. it was like Kent State and all that, like and, years and ago. There but was, that was like the first you know, one I heard about. That was a big deal, I right? Think I was in like middle school now. Yeah, I think I was. I was too. Um, yeah, I think I was sixth, seventh grade, something like that. And um, you know, it was a big deal. It was it was a terrible, terrible incident. But, I mean, just the thought was like, like, dang, like, why would people, why yeah. would people do that? Yeah, it's, and, it's crazy. you know, and I remember thinking, like, hearing, like, oh, they were bullied. I actually even joined a group. I was a part of an anti-bullying group just yeah. to help spread, like, the peace. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I remember thinking that, though. Like, growing up through high school, it was like, okay, like, this kid's getting kind of, like, picked on. I'm not about to be rude to him because I don't want to be. If he if he flips out, I don't want to. Yo, I was that same way. You like, feel me? I was like, I was cool and popular in high school. Mm-hmm. I found out later that I was like black popular. Yeah, we get into that in a second. But anyway, back to the story. Like I was like popular, but mm-hmm. I would never let anybody get bullied. Like in my right, recipe. like ever. I tried. I tried like, to I, step I, up. I was and breaking that him. shit up right away. Facts. Like I was not having. You're not. You're not gonna play with me like, like that. Like we all joke on each other and rank on each other. Ah, your sneakers is dirty. Yada yada yada. Right. But it gets to the point where somebody started getting upset. That's it. Yeah, you cut it. Like you're not just gonna you rank on somebody like, and not responding. You know, obviously on a minute level, but like the same way, you know, you go to the drive-through. Don't be rude to the 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 way you know whoever's serving your food. Yeah, they're gonna spin that. Right, shit. because you don't want that retaliation. Right. Obviously, same way. If you're in public, you're at school, whatever. Just treat people with, with kindness of some nature. Like, please, that is how you want to be treated. Please, and I feel like, and I, I promise, I, I really feel like I believe that that will reduce the chances of them snapping and losing their shit on your ass. Like, yeah. It, it's just yeah I mean it sucks that we gotta think that way you know but 
that unfortunately people are dealing with things and mental health is a, is a huge issue nowadays with social media and all the shit that's going on it's too much there's too much access kids are kids have access to so much without any restrictions or filters that's a fact and it's it's they're not mature enough to 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 uh consume all this information and and we see it we're seeing it they're flipping right. out kids are depressed kids are committing suicide they're snapping they're losing their shit at a young age and i believe a lot of it comes from just seeing the things that they're seeing they're not and the thing is they may not even be cons- consistently exposed to it at home i mean as far as like within their home specifically but the internet brings all that shit to your house right and when that happens you're in a whole new world you're in a whole different realm of just shit and and you know it influences you at a young age it's easy easy to be influenced right 14 15 16 whatever you have to because you you still want to be it's natural to want to be accepted and to want to be um, friends with everybody. That's just the nature of I was, being a human being. I was talking to somebody recently, and we we're talking about like kids being depressed and stuff. And I'm you sure know, the percentages are higher. It's, it's I don't know the be. stats, but I'm sure. That. I believe it, it's higher. You know, especially based off of social media. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we said like it's crazy because now at this point, like we look back in the day, and it was like it felt like. When people were depressed, like yes, it was is obviously a real thing, mm. but like especially in like school and things like that, you just didn't see it as much. Yeah. And maybe, maybe people just didn't know that they could express themselves and be open about those things, and mm. you know they didn't have somebody to talk to. But it just seemed like maybe there was less of it, right? Now it seems like I mean people are forming groups, you know, where there's like, hey, you feel this way. Come join our group. Now we can all lash out at the world together. You know? And it's like, whoa, like... And that's their camaraderie. Right. Because everybody wants it. Now everybody. they're like, okay, I feel accepted. I can be dark and and still be, you know, still have friends. Because right. my dark friends are <laughs> yeah, feeling the same way. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. It's nuts. And I don't, I don't know... Grant, I'm not a psychologist. Right. None of that. Neither am I. I don't know what the solution is at this point like Instagram is taking away the likes mm-hmm. so you can only see like I saw it earlier like you can only see like maybe one person and it says like others now of who liked whatever um but you still like it doesn't do anything for like real life right because it's still based upon like social media is like you're popular on the internet but it still can relate to real life Right, like a lot of people live off being popular on social media, so you may still have people that get depressed in regular life because now everybody can't see how popular they are in fake life. Exactly. So it, it could, it could help or it could hurt. It depends on how it goes. But as of now, we we don't know. So that that's what Instagram is working on. I mean, Twitter still shows their followers. Instagram still shows followers. So it, you never know. And, and I mean that's the thing like are we are we too involved I mean you know social media is great 
but are we are we just uh you know too too deep into into it you know when there's no escape people are so caught up in and, and the whole thing and I mean for Instagram to feel like they had to take away the likes you know? yeah it, it takes it, sh- it doesn't show basically the number of likes like, so what it says is like for example I follow um, a sneaker page and it says blah 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 liked liked by blah 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 and thousands of others right but then if you still click on it like you can still scroll through and yeah. see that if you wanted to count individually by yourself yeah you, you could technically but nobody's gonna do that but I, I mean honestly I kind of think that um you know I actually it's a weird thing but I feel like it's better to see the number I don't know I feel like that gives people more anxiety not seeing the number yeah like I don't know like it's just kind of like a weird like limbo of like cause I mean people thrive off that business and um, I mean as sad as it sounds people look at you know if you have a, a clothing clothing line and they see that you got a million likes they gonna be like huh maybe this is kind of legit if they see you got one like they're like eh. well I see I see why Instagram did it for a business perspective cause uh-huh. now it forces companies like ourselves to go through Instagram for advertising mm-hmm. stuff and getting outside dollars. Mm-hmm. That I understand from mm-hmm. a business perspective. Right. now Instagram is monopolizing it because they're using, we're using their platform. Right. Um, so I get it from that aspect, but it, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. It's just, I don't know. I think they'll still have to change this because it still shows thousands of others and you can still click and technically go through it all. I think, yeah, I think they're going to revert back, to be honest. Um, You know, that's just kind of what I think. Well, in the meantime, that's what it is right now. Uh, But also in California, um, we had some uh, fires over the past few weeks. Yeah. Um, They, I, uh, in my day job, uh, fires are common. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'll just say home fires to homes are common. Right. Um, so it's, it's, it's just nuts to see like that this is the new norm. Like with the wind and brush fires just starting based seemingly out of nowhere and it's being started by electrical wires. Yeah. And shit that's basically out of your control. Um, then we got school shootings and global warming and tornadoes and hurricanes. <laughs> Is this the end of the fucking world? <laughs> uh, I was going to ask you that. I mean, shit. I don't know. It, it might be. It, it, it's, it's getting there. I mean, people losing their fucking mind. <clears throat> we got all these natural disasters and all this shit happening. People, you know, people send shit off. Uh, you know, I believe in in a certain amount of energy, and I believe that when the world and and the people of this earth put out a certain energy, it causes the world to re the earth to react in a certain way. Universe. Yeah, and um, you know, so I, <laughs> I don't know, be, man. I mean, I got a world. I don't know how much longer we like, got, but like the shit is getting it's getting hectic. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Like, I do got a weird theory about that, like people that move to the city of the angels is because they're dead right and you just moved here like as your your right to passage to go wherever you're going next oh wow but 
It's this weird Man, conspiracy that's, theory yeah, for a long other time. Woo. But it is the city of angels, so right. it's Los Angeles, and a lot of people move here every year. Yeah. So it could be because we we died, and we're just in our middle passage going to wherever we're going. Because, like, like, I always say, like, California, L.A. is, like, um, how the rest of the world sees America. Yeah. Like, the rest of the country sees California and L.A. as, like, this special, spectacular place in Hollywood. Right. But if you ever go to Hollywood, like, Hollywood is a fucking dump. Yeah, I was so mad. When I, <laughs> when I first moved here, I was like, wait, this is Hollywood? Yeah, Hollywood they were like, is yeah, a this is Hollywood. Dump. I was like, this shit is dirty. Yeah, like, this shit is trash. Yeah. Like, what you thinking, like, in your head... You're thinking Hollywood is right. Beverly Hills and Santa exactly. Monica and all that, but but that's but the thing. Not. What they what they you know obviously movies and movie makeup and all the shit they they can portray anything to look a certain way. Right. I remember I used to think like everybody's house in the fucking suburbs should be this huge five six bedroom house with a beautiful lawn and all these things we ain't got that and i'm like people can't even afford that normally not here regular ass people but but they portray yeah you know not here that house costs 1.8 here right exactly should you get that in uh uh, Montgomery and Bucks County in Pennsylvania for man four or five hundred thousand. Goddamn cuts! I yeah. own six houses. Why there do you think we moved there. to Fairfield? You feel <laughs> me? Shit, so. I ain't mad at it. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean that's the thing. It, it's all a facade. They 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 don't tell you uh you know exactly what it is and what you what you're gonna get when you get here. Yeah, um, it's definitely different. Yeah, like, a lot of the natives here. I sound like I'm bragging on LA now. A lot of the natives here do have like a false sense of entitlement, so I think that's why a lot of out of towners, like the ones that aren't necessarily trying to make it in the industry and end up homeless, like they can make it here because they have a different type of grit and hustle, right? From whatever their circumstances were before. Yeah. Well, you so gotta have you, you definitely gotta have a, a certain persistence when you come right. here. One of my mentors, um, who who's a big director. Uh, he, he mentioned it. He said, you know, a lot of people that he knows from the Bay Area, mm-hmm. um, they move down here and they, they move in a certain fashion because they realize, like, hey, like we got to we gotta push. like, right. And they push the issue. You know, people that, that maybe grow up here or live here may not feel the same way because they've been around it. Yeah, they, used they to might know somebody from the hood that made it and they feel they good, they good with that person making it yeah. just because. Like, they got yeah. that connection. Right. You know, like they know they're good because their granny never sold their house, right? And that house is worth one point two now. So right. If worse come to worse, they just sell granny house, and they good. You feel me? That's, so that's crazy. To yeah, me. it's a different. It's a it's it's interesting. It's they, interesting. They fall back on what other people do. It's very I was actually telling somebody that like, granted, I didn't grow up like poor. Like right. I didn't know I was poor until like I saw, till we moved to the suburbs and saw like how much every other everybody else had. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I wasn't even, like, poor then because we, like, still had money. Yeah. But it was just, like, like, I just didn't realize, like, how much money mattered. Right. Until, like, well, growing up and seeing the other we, we were, We were fairly poor. Like, we, you know, growing up, we didn't have a lot of shit. Um, you know, but we, I mean, we had a house. A yeah, nice like, house I always in had the suburbs, everything I wanted. You know, but we didn't have, <laughs> like, we didn't have furniture and shit like that. Um, you know, but like my parents, they they definitely made way to to make sure we had all the things we we needed, we asked for, like right. never never missed 
a birthday or nothing like yeah. that type of thing. Um, yeah, like I didn't always have like know, extravagant had a couple, birthdays. Had a couple rough Christmases, you know, yeah. but you know, it come with it, just come with it. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, like like just to go with your statement, like you didn't realize what it meant to keep up with the quote unquote Joneses, right? right? Like until you got out there and you're like, oh, like damn, like, huh? This is this is what yeah. this is the standard. Yeah, this right? is what it takes. And um like you growing up you think everybody with a nice car is rich. Right. Like them people be car Until poor. you realize exactly until you realize their credit score is three forty and you know they got a twenty seven percent interest rate right. on that Mercedes. <laughs> they paying three ninety a month for exactly. a C class. Or not three ninety, like like thirteen ninety a month right. for a C class. And shit. you know, unfortunately I mean back in the nineties and early two thousands, like it was a doable thing in the first place. Like yeah. there was, people was able to go go out and buy those those cars right. and the houses and the other you know expendable items. Um, now you can't do that so much. Right. Like it's just not as attainable as it was. Unfortunately, a lot of the adults of that era weren't weren't necessarily passing down the knowledge of like hey. Yeah. Yeah, like growing up, like my, uh, I grew up in a house with my grandmother. Like she would go in the dining room, like by herself, and sort out the bills. Like she never, like it's not a common thing for like black families to like show each other like how to handle bills and how right. to handle money. So my point of bringing this all up is, I was just saying, like I was having a conversation with Tiffany, who was on the show, um, and like white people build, not necessarily white people, other races build wealth like through life insurance. Yeah. Like, the one guarantee you have in life is you're going to die. die. Right. Like, why not pay into life insurance? Right. You pay this $20 a month, and you can get a million dollars back when this person dies. Right. Assuming that they're healthy and they don't have cancer and shit like that. Right, right, right. But, like, that's how a lot of that wealth was built. I was like, black people don't do that. And I was, like, explaining it to her. She was like, you don't think it's weird that your mom had a life insurance policy with you? No. She should. Right. Like... I was doing some wild shit back in the day. Like, it, she should have. She didn't you, even know that. You know, right. But you should have a life insurance policy. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like, it makes sense because it's like, hey, like, like it's going to happen. Yeah. At like, some you're, point, you're guaranteed to die. Hopefully, you know, it's not all of y'all at the same time. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so somebody can but read yeah, the benefits. You should definitely have life insurance. And I was telling uh, um, one of our friends, Don. Yeah. Um, I was telling him like years ago. I was like, "Yo, why don't uh, I?" I was like, "Why don't um, I'll just say gangbanger." I was like, "Why don't gang members uh, get life insurance?" Mm. Like y'all know y'all out there doing some crazy some shit. Wild shit. Yeah. Like y'all mo- for the most part healthy. Right. But like chances are something gonna happen to you. Right. Like why don't y'all do that? So like your whole team can eat right like, after you going like That's they crazy. should benefit off of that right like if you know you're doing some wild shit like just pay that 20 30 dollars a month yeah like you spoke you supposedly get money in the street anyway right just pay that 30 dollars <laughs> like your family should be set after you get killed That's doing that a stupid good point. shit yeah like whack 100 shit like y'all niggas should be like y'all protect, should have 10 yeah. million dollar policy protect your assets yeah like you are the asset right just like in business, your mind is the asset. Like, without you being the controlling power of whatever you're doing... Exactly. 
There's there is no, no company. Yeah, There's exactly. no business. So why not protect that by having insurance? Right. Like, um, I had saw TK Kirkland like say the same shit. Like he did it in a joking way, but it's just a matter of like, like why not though? Like yeah. why don't y'all have that? Granted, the murder would have to be solved to collect on it, but why not? Right. Why not? Like what do you have to lose? Shit. Like you know you're doing dumb shit in the streets. But uh, my entire point was like, mm-hmm. like I will be. Like I guarantee, like I will be the last generation uh, of my of my line yeah. to be like poor. Right. Like right. I guarantee, it. like I guarantee, it. like everything I'm working on, unless I die like tomorrow where everything's not set up. Right. I'll be the last generation. Yeah. That's not well off. Right. Like I guarantee, my daughters will be straight. That's hey, that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Feel like me. through insurance, through businesses, something. through real estate, like it's gonna be some, it's yeah. something. Unless yeah. I die tomorrow, man, that's crazy. And then even still, if I die tomorrow, it's already set. Yeah, like it, certain things are set up. So, like yeah. that's that's just that's just something we should all think about. We want to have uh, Shamira on here to uh, talk about it further. Mm-hmm. Um, she actually um, is doing a lot of different businesses, so um, we'll have her as a guest. I know she's listening because she listened to all of them. Right. Um, pressure's you, on you. Pressure's on you. <laughs> <laughs> now you got to come on the pod. And talk right, about I know it's been a minute. Yeah, yeah. But um, what else we got to talk about? Yeah, I know I went on a tangent there. Nah, that, hey, that was real spit. So, you know, it's necessary. Protect your assets and and you know, um, just make sure you got a fallback. Another thing I wanted to talk about is uh, we our last episode before our brief hiatus was about uh, being sneakerheads and all about sneakers. Um, so I, I got some feedback that like, um, like I'm too old to be a sneakerhead and like nigga I'm 33. Hmm. Like, I'm not old. Um, like sneaker culture is like dead and it's stupid. But at the same time, I just saw um, some Jordan 11s came out. And they sold out in three minutes. Like that. Yeah. So, like, is a lot of it, like, interest? Or is everybody's just a hype beast at this point? What do you think? Uh, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, unfortunately, that's kind of what's killed my motive to buy sneakers at this point. Yeah. Especially the the more retro, like, yeah. you know, reoccurring sneaker that's, that's come out. Because now people are just literally buying them just either for resale value or right. for like, you know, oh, like there's hype. And it's like, man, like I actually love sneakers because I fucking love sneakers. Like I love the concept of a shoe. I love the art behind it. I love the colorways, you know, the construction the aesthetic like all of it right that all goes into play when i buy sneakers when i buy shoes and i look at them how i i uh, envision them on my feet with a certain outfit like the whole shit you know so the whole hype beast you know faction of it it really does kind of kill it because like you know like you said some the the bread 11s came out this week mm-hmm. right another drop they drop like every other year or whatever right yeah like every couple of years yeah I wanted to buy them, yeah. and I and I saw the notification. I got the the heads up from sneakers app, and I was I looked at it. They had my size, everything, and I was like, I could buy them right now. And I'm like, ah, but do I want to? 
one, yeah. do I want to spend the money? Two, I'm like, uh, at this point in my style, I'm like, maybe I just want to buy shoes that I just really feel like maybe people are sleeping on. Mm-hmm. You know, that they don't, that they may not, like, okay, like some people are like, oh, these are dope, but like, they don't have no hype behind them. Those are the type of shoes that I'm looking for at this point. I'm like, I'd rather wear those. Unless there's a couple, like, really, like, just favorites, lifetime favorites that I've had. Yeah. You know. Jordan 11s is one of them. 11s are, are definitely one of them. But the breads, I'm like, yeah, I love them. They're very just regular to me. You know, the black and red, just super Chicago Bulls. Like, mm. you know, there's a few other 11s that I really want. Like the Georgetowns and, like, you know, some other shit. Mm. Um, you know. But, yeah, there's, like, a list that I have specifically of, like, oh, shoes that I'm, like, if I see these, they come back with these, I'm for sure getting them. And then there's some shoes, like, I'm, like, oh, these is fire. You know? Are people talking about them? If not, then I'm for sure copping. And if they are, then I'm, like, ooh, maybe I'll, like, you know, I'll think about it. Right. You know, it yes, yeah, it's, it's changed. It's it's definitely changed the way I've actually shopped. It definitely has for me too. Like at this point, like I I just obviously just like you said, like you have those shoes like that you've always loved and mm-hmm. you want those. But I'm not paying over retail for nothing. Right. Like, I tell you that now. Right. Like, I'm not paying over retail for nothing. That that part. Yeah, like I'm not doing it. And like I'm not paying five hundred dollars for And this and that's series. the thing. Like I don't think I think it's been uh, close to almost a year of like where I've really bought like a pair of like real like legit sneakers mm-hmm. and it's been because of that I'm like well I mean yeah, if I like miss I'll, them I'll buy like alternative stuff that I, right. that I like that are like just sleepers that right. shit that I like like and color now, schemes that I like to match my black brand. and that's what I was yeah. just about to say I buy shoes now to just go along with my brand. At yeah, this point, yeah. what can what can what can I rock with with the black yeah. amp that that fits the fit, whatever? Like, if I can if I can find a sneaker that does that, yeah, that's all I'm good. good. That's where I'm at with it. Like, I've been wearing uh, Pumas and Air Maxes mm-hmm. and what else I've been wearing? Yeah, uh, Questions. Yeah, like shit that's not like shit that I like. Right. That are still hot, but they're not selling out in right. Like I want to still hybrids. know that I can go to the store and just if I want this pair, like I want this pair, yeah. like like I don't I don't want the same shoe that everybody got. Like I saw this one right. picture, uh, probably like a month ago, the white and red nines came out. I saw right. this one picture of like eight dudes in the club. They was all wearing that same sneakers. Right. Like I don't want no shit like that. Exactly. Granted, I don't like that color scheme on that sneaker. Yeah. Because that's not an original colorway. Like I usually like original colorways. Yeah. But that's besides and, the point. And also, I'm, like, I'm, I wouldn't want no shit like that. Right. And I'm also the type, I'll buy a pair of shoes and I'll, I won't wear them for months just yeah. to wait for the hype to die down. Yeah, and exactly. And I'll pull them out with something. I got, I got a couple drums like that. You feel me? I, actually, I was talking about it. Like those white and red questions. I bought them shits like three, four years ago. Facts. At this point. I still never wore them shit. Like they just and they sit. and they just bringing them back out yeah, again. They bring them you back out me? with so, two different color schemes. Right. I got the blue ones, the white and blue ones that I wear. Yeah, them shit is but those hard. white and red ones, I ain't. But that's like, a, that's that a difference, yet. you know. There is a major difference, you know. Nowadays, like I said, people, the hype, social media has created this thing that allows people who aren't necessarily involved with the lifestyle or 
involved with the concept to, to a lot be a of part of it. these kids don't even know what the they fuck they wear. They have no wearing. clue. They just know like, that they don't everybody know shit wanted. About the Jordan 11. Like, I remember the Jordan 11s came out in 1995, like, after Space Jam came out, and them shits. That was the first Jordan to sell out. I remember they were sold out, so people had to buy the leather ones, the ones that the fucking referees was wearing. <laughs> I remember that That's shit. That's crazy. So when they came back out in like 2000 and 2001, I bought them yeah. because I wanted them in 95. Right. And my dad couldn't buy them because they were sold exactly. the fuck out. And I was a kid at that age, exactly. and they were sold the fuck out. Exactly. So, like, that's some shit that I was Right. Like. For me, you know, me and my pops, we we had a, a um, you know, like, he, he raised me on sneakers. Like, my dad had a solid sneaker closet growing up. Mm. So I would go in his closet growing up and raid, raid whatever shoes he had. You know, and I'd rock them. People, and people would be like, whoa, where'd you get these from? Yeah, they came from the early 90s. Like, mm-hmm. this was shit my dad had. And, you know, one of the major sneakers that we, we you know, share a love for is the 11s. Right. Like, he, you've seen his closet. Like, right, yeah, like, shit crazy. Yeah, he's, he's, got, <laughs> he's got some shit in there. Yeah. You know, but he put me on, and that's kind of one of those things. Like, that's one of the reasons why, you know, I'm attracted to to the 11s like it just it's just like a, a family thing I guess um you know rather than like hype cause there's some 11s I don't like and then there's others where I'm like yeah like those those are it like that right. it just you know it fits but there's also yeah, plenty of other shoes part, I, like I like the, the Air Max 97s colors and, schemes yeah well for the 11s I definitely like the original colors yeah like them breads the Concords, the Space Dreams. Right. Like, those are my favorite ones. Those are hard. Like, all of those joints are, are, are tough. Those yeah. are those are classic, iconic shoes. And obviously, you know, unfortunately, the brands put a big hype on it. They release them and during Christmas and all these things or the holidays. Yeah, they do that every year. Every year, right? You know, put some hype behind it. I get it. That's what you'll make the money. Right. Like I've been seeing Like I got this one website I'm not gonna say it Cause I don't want y'all To fuck it up <laughs> This one website I go to Like um, I see which ones Y'all not buying And they be discounting them Right Like it's a pair of, Like for example Like a pair of, pair of uh, Jordan 3's Like the next colorways Like I think they fired Like I'm probably Gonna buy them Right I'm waiting for the price To keep dropping Cause yeah. y'all not on them and that's, and, that, and that's where I'm at At this point yeah. I'm like Show me the Nike outlet Show me You know the websites with the with the plug or that's going to discount yeah, the shoes exactly. that y'all not fucking with yeah. and I'm, I'm gonna go cop those and turn them into something right. fire like right. you know like for like a couple years ago like four years ago i was in the sacconis like, like heavy tough like so much so that i invested in a company wow so y'all y'all not on it but i'm still getting the a uh, piece of income every fucking quarter, for right? Me. So somebody buying that shit, but See? y'all not on it. See, like I, like I, I didn't wear Asics growing up, but some of the Asics is fire. Facts. So I like those. I like. Right now I'm in the Puma Suede's. Like I've been wearing a lot of those. Yeah. Like I got a crazy pair of fucking purple and black ones y'all never seen before. Yeah. Like I'm just in the alternative shit, but y'all hype be shit. Like y'all ruining, ruining shit, yeah, reselling sucks. and. Charging it's, double Like y'all niggas Is tripping Like I'm sucks. not doing that You know I, I was never into I mean you know I'm not trying to take a shot At Supreme Or any of those brands Fuck Supreme You the I black just, I just was never I was never into it Because You know They selling shit ridic- For ridiculous prices Because of hype And and shout out to them For, for making their money But It's like 
you know, it's it just kind of annoying. I get it. That's supply and demand. Right. Like, I got my own brand. Like, I won't be changing my prices. Like, I charge the prices I charge because of the quality. Like, I know my quality is better than these other brands. Facts. Because I've literally tested these other brands, and I tested my brand. Right. And I feel how soft my shit and how durable my shit is compared to these other brands. Facts. Like, somebody had told me, like, yo, you charging $60 for a hoodie. Like, yeah, my hoodie is worth $60. Right. Like, you buy that bullshit Supreme Gildan hoodie. Yeah. For fucking a hundred and twenty, yeah. you can spend sixty dollars on a high quality hoodie that's going to last, gonna last you, you a couple of years, and it's soft as fuck. And you supporting you supporting a black business. Yeah, you right? supporting a black business. You're not supporting a white dude from Indonesia or some bullshit like that selling you fashion over <laughs> culture vulture, just paying a bunch of Instagram hoes to model for them. Facts like that that fashion over shit that y'all supporting from Instagram, like y'all bugging for that. That's not even black owned, and y'all supporting that cheap shit. Crazy. Not even that I'm going on the rent, but y'all supporting that shit. That shit is cheap, and that shit ain't going to last you but two wears. You're going to wear that shit to the club twice, and that shit done. And you're not even supporting the black business at the end of the day. (laughs) But y'all got the nerve to comment on what I'm charging with some shit. You don't know how much that shit costs to make. My shit costs more to make than they shit. And and that's the thing that people aren't understanding. It's like like we legit putting... um, you know, money into the quality, not the quantity, the quality. So when you receive something that we we have sold you, it's it has been put through test and and made sure that it is legit. It is quality. You are gonna be happy, and you know. But that's just how we maneuver. Like at the end of the day, I rather give people things that they like and make a little less right now right and and you know chalk right. it up and basically like no no cap no bullshit like i could be charging more for the shit facts like i really could i really could that's real but y'all go ahead y'all keep supporting fashion nova and all these other brands that um are not doing anything for the community like right. gucci and all these other brands that's making y'all look like uh dickheads out there uh Montclair that's uh mocking your culture um but y'all y'all go ahead and do that but we building our own thing over here right and our prices aren't high they're on basically on industry average and they're higher quality than these other brands but y'all go ahead y'all keep supporting that bullshit so it is what it is but I'm not gonna rant no more y'all do what y'all nah yeah we digress you spend your money how you wanna spend your money right just the way I spend just go ahead like I invested my own dollars into this, so that's the product that I believe in. Go ahead, like click I, I invested in something that I would want to wear, and right. I'm bringing it to y'all. Um, just that, like as a service, like we wear this shit anyway, so like why not start it ourselves? That's what we thought, so right. that's what we ended up doing. It just came up as an idea on the whim. Like y'all literally heard it on one of the previous podcast episodes. Like I was like, oh, we do some merch. Nah, fuck that. Let's just do a clothing line. And it took hours upon hours and weeks upon weeks and. Um, probably up to a month sh- straight of just researching different types of cotton to get to that point. And that's where I'm at. And you haven't heard one negative thing about our product. Right. Everybody is raving about the product. It's the softest shit you'll, you'll wear. And it's, it's just the best shit out there. You haven't heard one negative thing about our product. But y'all go ahead. Y'all keep supporting Fashion Nova. <laughs> cheap ass shorts and <laughs> supporting the fucking Russian. Yeah. You're not fucking with y'all. 
Yeah. Donald Trump not fucking with y'all. Y'all wear Donald Trump side though. <laughs> Buying that TJ Maxx shit. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. I'm done. Oh my god! But anyway, y'all log on to theblackhand.com and you check it out for you. Yeah, go cop some shit, (laughs) man. All all y'all, you know, that's a thing. You know, you realize when you start your own business how much you know how much people really support you because you know you got to really put in work to even convince people to go click your links and shit. You know, and there's some people that'll do it right off right. top, and then there's others. Oh, I see, I see you doing your thing. Right. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Uh, I ain't seen no order yet. Right. <laughs> like, you let me get me? something to help support your brand. <laughs> right. And I, and you know, shout out to the people. And that, I don't, I don't mind that. Sometimes. Shout, shout out to the people that, that have sometimes. done so and actually supported or pieced up and right. you know, put in a put in their money, put their money in, you know, put their money where their mouth is. Um, you know, but for everyone else, it's like, hey, yeah. look, like we, you know, we don't have to say nothing to 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 right. recognize. You Actually, know. if you survive my rant, DM me right now. I send you a free T-shirt. Yo, DM me at jr at j a e a r r. I send you a T-shirt. Wow. See, there Just it like is. That. Just for surviving my rant. That's wow. Send me a DM. I, that I mean, that means you had to be listening. Yeah. So you had to be listening. All to you got, all you gotta do is say free T-shirt. Right. Just and, DM me free T-shirt and and Jr's and Jr's uh, DM. Right. I'm gonna send you a T. And you straight, you get a T. Right. That's crazy. Dang. See, that's generosity. Right. You know, but just that, for surviving my rank. Well, we'll I, find out. I let's did see. Get a little out of pocket. Let's let's see how many. How, let's see how long it takes for for somebody to, to DM that shit? you. Anybody listening to that shit? They're not listening <laughs> to that hour and nine minutes Yo. they're not in that far they're not in that far we ain't got nothing else right nah I mean we good I think we, we talked good. our shit we talked about everything we yeah. be back next week for y'all though right alright uh, follow us on Instagram uh, at VJ Tidwell yeah at J-R-J-A-E-A-R-R at the Black Amp uh, uh, Black Amp Clothing uh, Black Amp Media follow all the pages on Facebook at the Black Amp um Anything else you promoting? Um, what you got? Visionary Rebels Photography. Yeah, Visionary Rebels. Yep, media, the whole works, video, um, cinematography, photos, whatever you need. We the out prices here. ain't that low. The nigga done shot J Lo. <laughs> you know. See. You know. See? You know. We ain't, we ain't got to tell them all that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, come talk to me. Right. I, right. I I'll let you know what we're working with. That's it though, man. We holler at y'all next week. Uh, thank you for surviving my rant. We love y'all. Yeah, appreciate yeah, all the good. support. Appreciate y'all. <laughs>